that sort of integration of our CTE students within our community not only gives them a hands-on experience, but it also builds pride in your community. It builds a connection to our community. And so students talk about coming back and living and working in our community. Welcome to the TNL Talks Podcast. I'm Chris Galloway, Director of Teaching and Learning in Floresville ISD. And I'm Olivia Bailey, the Literacy Specialist for Floresville ISD. Welcome to Episode 19 of the TNL Talks Podcast. We're excited today to be highlighting Floresville ISD's Career and Technical Education Department and the great things that are going on by talking to Dr. Michelle Steele from Floresville High School. I can't wait to hear what she has to say. How about you, Olivia? I can't wait to hear either, Chris. This is a, one of the podcasts I was most excited about. I think I mentioned a while back, maybe talking to Dr. Steele about these programs, because having you know my own child in the secondary is something I hear a lot about from him and from his friends. I know how much our students enjoy and what we have to offer, and I can't wait for our listeners to hear. Yeah, I agree. I think one of the most important things about CTE is the ability for students to choose what they're most passionate about. And that's what helps bring students into school. That helps them keep coming back. And CTE is a big component of that. So I can't wait to hear what she has to say. So without further ado, let's go speak with Dr. Michelle Steele. We're here at Floresville High School with Dr. Steele, who is our CTE coordinator for Floresville ISD, as well as an assistant principal at the high school. Thank you for joining us today, Dr. Steele. I appreciate the opportunity to talk about our programs. I wanted to touch base with you and talk a little bit about career and technology education and how Floresville ISD is addressing the needs of preparing our students for life after high school. We're extremely fortunate because we have a very robust CTE program here in Floresville for a one high school, 1,200 population students. We actually offer 14 different programs of study and they range anywhere from agriculture through education all the way to automotive technology. Almost any interest that a student might have in a hands-on career, we offer a pathway for that. Can you describe for our listeners what you mean by pathway? Within the CTE program, students can pursue different careers, such as in our agriculture program, they can pursue the applied agricultural engineering, which involves structural engineering, power systems, basically the hands-on nuts and bolts of agriculture. They can also pursue animal science if they're interested in a job as a veterinary or anything to do with animals, raising animals. And then we also offer plant science, which can lead to a job in horticulture or even in the floral industry. So within each component, there are multiple programs for students to choose. Dr. Still, one of the programs I've often asked about and I often hear the most chatter about is our welding certification program. Uh, yes, we have an extremely successful welding program. We have a veteran teacher and a teacher who's been it for a couple of years. So we're looking to maintain and grow that program. One of the really nice things about welding is students can earn multiple levels of certification that allow them to become industry ready. In fact, every year we have seniors 
who will go and become apprentices at the pipe fitters union. In addition, we have connections with local businesses who employ welders and they very often recruit our students right out of high school. At this time, if a student completes their welding program, they're able to get a total of four industry certifications including the pipe welding as well as the flat welding, which makes it a highly marketable skill. Whether they go on to pursue advanced welding at St. Phillips or another secondary program, or they go straight into industry. My sister-in-law is a graduate of Floresville High School. and She went through the nursing program a few years back, and she was able to finish the nursing program with a CNA, or Certified Nursing Assistant Certification. She's gone on to receive her bachelor's and her master's in nursing, as well as she is now a nurse practitioner, which allows her to write prescriptions for patients and things like that. And she did all of this before age of 30. Do you think that going through the Floresville nursing program may have assisted her to accelerate her pathway in her career? Absolutely. Having a solid foundation in high school to prepare you for any kind of post-secondary education is always a benefit for our students. Currently, what we're looking at is providing what's called a clinical medical assistant. That's a relatively newer certification, and it offers a broad range of opportunities within the medical field. We've just restarted our health science program. We're very excited. This freshman class of 2020 was our first class to begin the program. We look forward to setting up our hands-on experiences with our local hospital here. They've been in contact with us already. We've had medical professionals visit the beginning classrooms to start to introduce students to the career fields. So we look for growth in that program in the future. One of the things we pride ourselves on here at Floresville is helping our students to find their passion and purpose. And I'm sure that many students come into high school not really sure what they want to go on to be as far as college versus career. Could you maybe speak to some of the student testimonials of some of the kids who have gone through these certification programs and how this has maybe helped them find that passion or, the, or that purpose for that secondary transition after high school? Absolutely. One of the really nice things, because we've instituted the 5 by 5 schedule here at the high school, our students have greater opportunities to take electives and all of our pathways offer introductory courses that give students a, a overview of the profession, the opportunities that are available, and allow students to really kind of test the waters to find out if this is something I like or I don't. And we've had students that have said, wow, I was really excited about education till I started going and working at a school and realized <laughs> that may not be for me, so it was a great experience. And we see that oftentimes in multiple pathways, and sometimes kids go in a pathway because they think it would be fun, for example, culinary arts, and then they realize they have a passion for it. In fact, one of our graduating seniors will be going to the Culinary Institute in New York after graduation. One of the things that our parents and students may not realize is that our CTE teachers have industry real-life experience in that field. For example, I taught criminal justice as a CTE teacher and I was a military police officer in the military. That hands-on experience I think is beneficial to those students when they're learning not only the textbook 
skills that you need for the industry, but also the hands-on experience that our CTE teachers can give and also like guest speakers can give to those students today. Is that something that you're seeing is that students are able to experience more with that? Very much so. Uh, one of the nice things about our CTE classes is they have an automatic real-world connection that you don't have to look for. And all of our teachers bring extensive industry experience with them so they can speak to actually how students will apply that knowledge and why it's necessary and also talk about things that may not be covered in the actual curriculum. Students get a real picture of what life is like outside of the classroom when I go to work in that area. One of the things that I think that we should highlight for our listeners is the fact that in the last couple of years and moving on into this year, our certifications in CT have gone way up with students passing it in their certifications and where we're on track to really almost double the number of certifications we've received in previous years. Yes, that's true. In fact, we looked at the numbers today and in 2018-19 there were 148 certifications in CTE. Last year, in the fall alone, we had 96 total certifications, but then of course our year was cut short when we went virtual. This year, in the fall alone, our programs have earned 248 certifications. Wow. And we have yet to include our floral certifications. They'll test for those towards the end of the year. And in addition, we have 50 new welding intro students starting this term. So that's another 50 students who will have opportunities to earn certifications. My magic number is 300. Awesome. So I am hoping if we hit 300, we will have actually doubled our certifications in two years. I think we're going to surpass that. Even in a global pandemic, we are still, as a, a district, providing our students with the education they need to have a prosperous life after high school. That's super awesome. Congratulations on that. And definitely congratulations to the teachers on working so hard, because I know it's all because of their hard work that's really helping our program succeed. Very much so. And one of the really important things about CTE programs, whether you're in culinary or automotive or education, whatever pathway you choose, every single program includes job skills. So whether or not you actually follow that pathway, you learn things like resume building and team building, how to communicate in a professional manner, how you conduct yourself in a place of business, and what the expectation is when you are in an industry setting or an educational setting or a healthcare setting. And so all of these skills will benefit students in the future, whatever program or path they choose to follow. I love that. I think that it says something when our district is willing to help all students be successful and we do know that not every student is going to choose the college path or they may delay that path. Career and technical education is super important for helping those students get to the next level and prepare them for the workforce or for even going to college. We do have some students that are part of the Alamo Academies. Could you tell our listeners a little bit about that? Yes, in our Alamo Academies programs, we do have students who are pursuing the nursing program of study. They will come out 
I believe with an LVN when they graduate with their associate's degree. We also have students who are in the manufacturing programs as well as some of the IT programs that they offer. That's fantastic. I think one thing that's abundantly clear just looking at the sheer number of certifications and the number of students that are taking advantage of these programs is that we're definitely offering something that they're interested in and something that they're excited about and something that they're successful in. And I think at the you know, end of the day, that's, that's what it's all about. And I think it's great that what this program does is it also has a connection to the community. Just recently, I had a community representative reach out to me and I passed it on to you that this gentleman owns a, a store, a retail store in the community and he had in the past used our students as part of an internship and he's actually employed one of our students after high school. He reached out and wanted more students. How is that connection to the community really helping? It's very exciting the way that our programs are able to connect. Not only do we work through the job programs and that individual in fact, I've put him in touch with our teacher who works within the print imaging and communications arts program and they're working on possibly getting another student for him to employ and he's very excited about maintaining that pipeline as we move forward. And our students in that specific instance learn Xerox skills, Adobe setup skills, there's multiple skills that do translate to the business area. In addition, we've had veterinary offices, real estate agencies, different people have reached out to us and asked that we present them as an opportunity for jobs after graduation. Come learn with us, come internship with us. In fact, the Austin Fire Department reached out to us a couple of weeks ago. So we're working to put together a program where interested students can Zoom with the Austin Fire Department. So that, that was pretty exciting. In addition, our students often give back to other schools or within the community. I know our welding program had installed benches in the town square. They've built soccer goals for the elementary schools. I know culinary arts has catered different events. And of course, our education students, part of their hands-on training is to assist as teacher's aides in the uh, elementary school. That sort of integration of our CTE students within our community not only gives them a hands-on experience, but it also builds pride in your community. It builds a connection to our community. And so students talk about coming back and living and working in our community. So I'm a parent. I have a kid in middle school and they're about to start high school next year. What is your recommendation for those parents and, and students that are interested in pursuing a CTE pathway when they get to the high school? Well, in general, we tell them to look at the pathways, pick their top two favorites, and then try them out. In regular years, we have an extensive tour of our CTE programs, but currently our AV students are working on creating a virtual tour so we will have resources for parents and students to visit virtually, see our CTE programs in action, read information about them, and also hear testimonials from students currently in the programs about why they recommend their CTE pathway as the way to go. Awesome, is there anything else you'd like our listeners or students to know? Just that CTE is an awesome opportunity. You learn real life skills, you, are able to learn 
a job if you choose it after graduation. We also have student organizations that are very active, including our Skills USA, which is under our welding department as well as our culinary. We have our FFA program, which is not limited to our agriculture students, but is heavily supported by our agriculture teachers. And also, we're looking at starting a chapter of HOSA, which is a health science student organization. And through these organizations, you actually learn leadership skills at the local, the state, and the national level. And in fact, last year, we were able to send our Skills USA welding officers to Washington, D.C., and they were able to meet with our state representative. That's amazing. Wonderful. And promote CTE. So there are exceptional experiences by being involved in these programs at any level that you choose. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Steele. I know you're incredibly busy. We're already planning the schedule for next year for the fall, and things are just fast-paced right now. But congratulations on a very successful program, and congratulations to your teachers as well. I know everybody's working hard, and they're pushing through this pandemic, and they're making sure that our students are successful, and they can pursue their passions and purpose and have a prosperous life. Thank you for allowing me to highlight our programs. Well, I have to say, I really enjoyed interviewing Dr. Still today for our podcast. When she said the number of certifications that our students have earned here at FISD, I think we both did a wow. Like both our jaws kind of dropped. So that's, that's amazing to hear. I love that we have made changes this year at our high school. For example, the 5x5 five five schedule, which of course is lending itself to our students having opportunities to be involved in and earn even more certifications. That was really exciting to hear that they are truly getting to pursue their passion and their purpose. One of the things I enjoyed was just the expression, I know our listeners can't see it, but the expression on Dr. Steele's face. You know, she's smiling the whole time, she's so excited, and so you truly see that she is invested in this, and that's why I think it's such a great success as well. Absolutely. I think that when employees bring a certain passion to a project or to their work, it really helps them excel. It is a benefit to our students as well. The number of certifications is tremendous because that shows us that our students are definitely being prepared for life after high school because we do know that not every student will go to college and not every student will go to college right away. And so they do need to have something to pursue once they finish their high school career. What also really stood out to me was our connection to the community through Floresville ISD, the different partnerships that we're forming with community organizations, groups, businesses, to not only help our students, but to give back to our community. It really pulled at my heartstrings when she talked about the welding students who made the park benches for the city park, as well as making soccer goals for the elementary schools. We received great information from Dr. Steele. Now let's do our fellow highlight this week, where we talk to our fellow participants, Mirna Garza and Norma Eidrich who both work with our dual language students here in Floresville ISD. We're here with Mirna Garza and Norma Eidrich. Both are part of our dual language program here in Floresville ISD, and they're also part of the fellow program. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having us. First off, tell us a little bit about the project that you guys plan on doing for fella. We are planning to help support more of the dual language teachers 
we are thinking of visiting Mark Lane Academy at San Antonio and seeing how they run the dual language program, what resources they're using, how is it working for them. It, I've heard a lot of great um, things about the whole academy, so I want to see how is it that they implement the dual language program over there and see how we can bring ideas over here to our whole district since okay. we have dual language from elementary to middle school. Ladies, could you tell us a little bit about what grade levels you teach and do you two work together in a classroom or just on the same campus? Okay, no, we do not work together. I used to be a dual language teacher, so I used to teach third grade dual language and we, Ms. Eidberg used to be my teacher aide and she would help support the classroom and with any, just help me support it with any small group or special ed kids or in tier three, she would help and just kind of like a push in support. This year we're not working together. I'm doing dyslexia mm -hmm. specialist and I've learned a lot and I go back and I share it with them. But she is continuing at North Elementary. Excellent. I've been working at the North Elementary for eight years and I started with the bilingual program when mm -hmm. they used to have that one. And then when they started with the dual language program, I have been working from kinder to fifth grade and always supporting the teachers with the program. And for the reason, I'm very interested to go and do this project. We have a good program, but we can improve it. And sometimes we don't have um, how compare how good we are doing, where we can go. They are doing good and compare our program with that other school. And maybe we can improve in certain way, bring idea. Mm -hmm to be better. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think that our dual program is a program that, that can grow. I agree. I think that when you create a program or start a program, and our dual language program still is considered fairly new. It's been around for eight to 10 years, but it's still considered a baby compared to some of the other programs that are out there. So we can always learn from how other people have implemented things. They've learned from things that they've tried to have it worked. And that way we don't make the same mistakes. We can go back and, and improve. So I'm, I'm excited to see what you guys bring back. That's what we want. Since Mark Twain Academy is like from elementary all the way to high school, like they're transitioning their kids into the high school. So we wanna see how is it that, since we already have our students in the elementary and we have our dual language in the middle school, how is it that they're doing to continue the program throughout the upper grades in middle school? How is it that they're doing, or how is it that they're gonna do it to transition it into the high school? Mm -hmm. So we're interested in those little pieces that will definitely grow our program and will definitely learn from their mistakes too. Speaking specifically to Fella, what made each of you want to join Fella and to be a part of that this year? In my personal situation, it was, I had already taken my courses for my master's degree and I was about to finish and I still felt like I still needed a little bit more of leadership growth. Since everything was online, all my whole um, program was online, I still felt like I needed a little, a little bit more of a push or a little bit more of inspiration, per se. So when Fella came up, I was like, this is perfect. When I read all everything that was gonna be happening and what, the, what we were gonna be doing in Fella, I was like, this is gonna be perfect. This is gonna give me that extra push that I need. Of course, this is where I, in my opinion, is like I've come to day in Floresville and I've seen how Floresville has supported my growth. You know, it's, it's been a good, 
district to work with where provides you that extra support that you need. Yeah. I already had, or I was about to get my master's, but I still felt like I needed that extra support, and Bila just came and gave that mm -hmm. to me. It's perfect. Perfect. When I got your email inviting us to this program, I got excited because most of the time are the the administrator, the upper mm -hmm. level invited to this kind of program. But when you share it to us, it's like, a, oh, we, we, can, we can contribute with ideas. But sometimes we don't know how, how to get there. We have the idea, but we don't have how to bring it. Mm -hmm. Or bring it to who? Or who can take, help us to make it this one? Uh, and with, I think with this program, we had the opportunity to see how other leaders, they make those dreams come true, yeah? And because usually when we are, uh, like in my case, uh, teacher aid or instructional aid, we think, no, but we don't, we don't avoid <laughs> to, to do it. But now you are giving us the power, the knowledge how to get there. And I think that everybody, doesn't matter the position they have in, in a company or the school district, they have maybe an idea that can bring to the people that can help us to do it reality or to mm -hmm. make it a reality. And I like it. I like it. And <laughs> thank you very much for opening this opportunity for everybody that wanted to. You're welcome. We feel that when you can inspire people, whether it's a teacher's aide, a teacher, a bus driver, a cafeteria worker, it lights a fire inside of them. And that will spread to our students, that'll spread to other staff members who they have contact with. And when you have a whole organization that's on fire, so to speak, that's excited and passionate about teaching and kids and what's going on, then everyone benefits from that. And so we wanted to allow everyone the opportunity to experience that. And it makes me so happy, and I know Olivia as well as Dr. Bays and our superintendent, um, and our school board. You guys spoke to the school board at the last school board meeting. Extremely happy about you guys being excited and fired up. And you guys are just two out of the 30 that are experiencing that. We're definitely excited about it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, and I want to add the teacher, because I work with the dual language teacher, they have, passion, they have the passion for this program. They want to make it successful, yeah? Mm -hmm. And it is important that to take this passion and to make this uh, dual language program better. Yeah. That's what we need. And for this reason, I, I got involved because I listen to other teachers, what they ask their question, what they would like to do with this program. I go, okay, maybe we can do it. In my, in my personal opinion, that one is like at the first step mm -hmm. because the mm -hmm. other one is, okay, we already have this uh, contact with this other school only go over there and stop and that's it. No, no, continue. We can mm -hmm. uh, make like a, a web mm -hmm. with, a, a, with other school mm -hmm. and they can contribute mm -hmm. uh, with ideas that we can do the same. That we are not isolated do a language program. We can mm -hmm. make it grow. Yeah, mm -hmm. I agree 100%. Well, did you guys have any final thoughts for our listeners regarding either the dual language program or for Fela? I just wanted to encourage everyone, if it opens again next year, Fila, for the rest of the, for the whole, you know, district, I encourage everyone to join. 
it has helped me. It is very beneficial to be able to see uh, like all the presenters that come and share their stories, their ideas. It's very beneficial to be able to see yourself and hear other people's or other testimonies where how they've grown and how the process has been for them, you know, the growth process. Mm -hmm. And it gives us, you know, an insight on how is it that we can continue. Not that every growth process is the same, but it gives you an insight of, hey, this could be next or this is something you could do too. So I, I would encourage everyone to join. It's been very good to me. I've learned a lot and definitely recommend it. Mm -hmm. My personal thought is like about the dual language program. If we see actually being a bilingual, it's a plus. Not only in this county or in this country, it's around the world. I know people that they, uh, they already learn on a second language and they are going for the third and for the fourth. If me, I'm trying to learn Chinese, Mandarin. And because I think when you are bilingual, you have a student that you are helping them to be bilingual, that you are opening the array of opportunities for them. Because I can say for my, myself, mm -hmm. I'm here because one occasion I decided to, to study English in Mexico. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and this brought me to, to be here doing something for somebody else, yeah? I think it's very important if we have this program, we have to make it grow because we are benefiting students mm -hmm. because they are the future. Okay. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Great. Well, fantastic. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day. I know that it was really busy today with a lot of our staff members being out getting their COVID shots. Thank you for taking the time because I think that your story is important and I want you both to know that you always have a voice in Floresville ISD always reach out to us. And of course, all of our listeners, same thing, whether you're a student, community member, parent, teacher, para, bus driver, cafeteria worker, custodian, everyone has a voice. And we definitely want to take advantage of using your leadership skills and, and helping us improve our district. So thank you so much. Thank you, ladies. Olivia, I don't know about you, but listening to both Mirna Garza and Norma Eidrich discuss what growing as a leader has done for them in their own work environment, as well as what they're trying to do by going to other districts to see what effective things from their dual language programs they can bring back to our district, which builds that partnership between our district and others and will help our teachers and students as a whole. I thought that that was great that they're working on something like that. Oh, absolutely, Kristen. Being in fellow with them and having attended a couple of different things with both of them, I've had the opportunity to hear them speak to this a couple times now. And every single time, you know, I get the goosebumps and even a little, you know, teary-eyed because you just see what this means to them and what this means for our students, what this is bringing to our students and, and to our district. And it is a wonderful thing to hear and be a part of. I agree. I think that when we can build the capacity in our own employees at, here at home, it will benefit both our students and the organization as a whole. And that spreads like a wildfire to other employees as well. So when you can light a fire under one employee, it definitely has a positive impact on their work satisfaction as well as the people that they work with around them, including our students. They're just two of the 30 participants that we have in the fellow program that are growing as leaders in our district. And our future, I think, is bright with the people we have in our district. 
I absolutely agree. That being said, episode 19 is in the books. And until next time, that's a wrap. wrap.